0: Praise the Lord. God is great, and He is greatly to be praised on this evening. Y'all, I'm still. Woo! Glory to God. Glory to God. I am still saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. And yes, I am enjoying my life with Jesus. How about you? God is so great, and he is greatly to be praised. And I'm just thanking God that I'm still saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. And I have joy in my soul. Glory to God. No matter what I have to go through, no matter what I am surrounded by on a consistent basis, God is still the strength of my life. And, ooh, glory, he is still the joy of my salvation. Yes, he is. And, y'all, I just... I'm coming to y'all again on Thursday. I usually don't do two videos, two podcasts a week, but this subject on disobedience is just so heavy that I have to, I have to address the saints. I have to address those that are not in Christ because listen, the devil is not playing and I'm not playing with the devil. And so I'm telling y'all, we need to be obedient to God because when we're not obedient to God, we walk in, in disobedience, we open up ourselves to demonic spirits. We open up ourselves to be influenced by the devil. Yes, we can make decisions, but see, you're deciding to open yourself up to demon spirits. And once that happens, they take control over you and you are no longer your own so i am encouraging you if you are not filled with the holy ghost it's time it's time for you to be saved because you first of all jesus love you and he wants you to be saved so you can have a relationship with him i'm talking about an intimate relationship when you where you know him know him not know of him not know some scriptures but you know him know him it's time because It's no relationship like a relationship with Jesus Christ. I promise you, when I was walking separated from God, I mean, I was not feeling my best. But now that I have Jesus connected, like I always have this person, this spirit, like he is a spirit. He is the spirit. I have this spirit that comforts me and that is always with me and that I can commune with and that I know that I am right. I'm in right fellowship with him that I know he loves me when I can't think of anybody else that loves me and is there pushing me on like my cheerleader. Like, you know, go to kill. You know, I see you. You're doing great things in my kingdom. I can hear him say, go ahead. When, when you have, when you're surrounded by negative voices and by just negative energy, you can feel God's presence and God's approval. And that just encourages me so much. So that's why I'm telling y'all, y'all have to get in Christ. Because no matter what situation you are in, you will have that peace. You will have that joy. You will have that love. And I thank God for it. So on today, we're going to be talking about, again, the extremity of disobedience. The extremity of disobedience. And I'm going to try to make this as short as I can. And get some more Bible characters uh, from the Old Testament. And then we're going to go to the New Testament. But we know the whole Bible is relevant to our salvation. And we can learn something from this. So we're going to go to our Bible character, Samson. How he walked in disobedience. And women, I still need you to be chiming in. Because this can happen to us. Samson lost his life. He lost his strength. Why? Because he put his head in the wrong lap. Okay? Because of disobedience. Because of his parents telling him, hey, like you need to leave these Philistine women alone. These foreign women. Why can't you marry somebody that is in your, that believes like you? That's being taught like you? Why can't you marry one of those young ladies? But yet... <clears throat> samson didn't want those type of ladies he kept dealing with the foreign women the philistine women so bring it up to our day that can be like a saved sanctified holy ghost filled man walking in holiness but yet he's looking at women of the world yet he keep dating women of the world yet he keep having sex with women of the world but and then he think he's okay. He think he's still a child of God. He think that he's gonna be so full of the Holy Ghost. But yet he laying with worldly women. He yet sinning and laying with these foreign women. That's not of that they they don't even they don't even believe the same way he believe. They not walking in holiness. And it's like what what are you doing? They are taking their strength. They are taking their strip and that's why you see we have a lot of, we have a lot, I'm just going to keep it real, a lot of weak men in the church. Because they mind, they mind, God got, not God, the devil have their mind so much on pleasing their flesh, pleasing their flesh that they can't even get in the presence of God and hear hear from him for real. They worry about having sex with this one having sex with that one like what are you doing right now? if you get in the presence of God, God will sing you your wife or you will be aware of who your wife is but as long as you are sh- Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. as long as you are having sexual relations with these worldly women and letting them take all your strength zap all your strength and you're not walking in purpose. Then you're not going to be in a place that God wants you to be and you're not in a place where you can hear from God. You're not in a place where you can even see your wife because you're in your flesh and you only can see her in the spirit. And so I'm about to relate this to the women. The women is the same way. God is telling us. Don't be unequally yoked together with unbelievers, but yet you are like, mm, it's no it is no good men in a church. What? So you rather you rather step out of the presence of God and get a worldly man and marry him and suffer. And suffer. Cause it is a cost of disobedience. So you rather get out the will of God for your life. Cause you're talking something is no good holy men in the church. You rather get out the will of God for your life and marry someone that is not in Christ. That's not that 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 just don't make any sense. So I'm telling y'all, when we be disobedient, punishment will come. Punishment will come. So to the single women, I'm encouraging you. If you're holy and sanctified like me, I promise you. If God wants you to be married, you will be married and you will be married to a holy husband. You just stay in a position where you are wife material you just stay in jesus face you just stay preparing yourself you just stay in the presence of god and your holy spouse will find you trust me god has a plan and god's god's timing is perfect it's a reason it's a reason why he got you in this place in this particular status of singleness right now so if you're not enjoying it if you don't feel fulfilled You're not ready to get married because you need to be a whole person in God anyway. So take the time to get to know God. Take the time to get to know yourself. Take the time to get to know your purpose. Walk in purpose. Walk in building up the kingdom. And while you're doing that, your holy spouse will come to you. Your holy spouse will come to you in the presence of God. And you ought to always be in the presence of God. So I'm not saying that he might find you in a church building. You might be at Walmart. You might be in a shopping mall. You might be at an amusement park. You might be wherever, a restaurant. So always, always be ready. Always be ready to receive your husband. So that's why I encourage you single ladies. like don't ever step out the house With rollers in your hair. I don't care where you going. Post office. wherever. Always look your best. Always smell your best. Because you never know where you're going to meet your holy spouse. And you want him to have a good first impression of you. And so always look your best. And smell your best. And be your best. Okay. First of all. Because you love yourself. And you represent yourself. And you represent God. Second of all. You may just meet your holy spouse. Glory to God. But I got got to the good part. But the bad part is do not settle for somebody that is out in the world. Like, don't do that. And if men, if you looking at me and seeing me, don't settle for a worldly woman. You see that this lady is not walking in the statues of Christ. I'm not talking about somebody that's on something they spiritual, but they don't obey God. They don't even look like a saint. And then they don't obey the word of God. So you know good and well, this is not a holy woman of God. Why are you stepping out the church to get someone of the world? That's totally different spiritual values right there. They're not walking in the spirit. They're not being led of the spirit. Their life is not guided. And I'm talking about the spirit of God. Because people talk about their spiritual is walk, walking in demonic Being led by demonic spirits. When they're not obeying the word of God. Okay. Because it's some certain things that God told us not to do. And if they're doing those things that God told us not to do. The Bible don't lie. It said you will not inherit the kingdom of God. So that goes for all of us. So uh, men need to stop going out in the world to find a spouse. Wait on the Lord. You see God and you will You will find your spouse in the presence of God. So none of us have to go out the will of God or out of the church, not the building, not the building. Okay, not the building, but we don't have to go out the church, which I mean, the body of Christ to find a spouse. That's what I'm saying. Wait on your godly spouse glory to God but Samson he died the death he died to death because first of all okay his uh, uh look it says like a young Philistine woman caught his eye see that is the problem with these men because we know that men are visual but that's what's going on men out here looking at the physical don't even care about the heart don't even care about the spiritual man. But all they looking at is the physical. And physical can include. When I'm saying physical. It includes the body shape. And it includes certain natural aspects. That's when I say physical. Like like what kind of job they have. What kind of career. Now these things are important. They're, but they're surface level. They're surface level. And so. They looking at all of these things But not taking into consideration This woman really don't know God for real Because if she did She would look like a saint She would walk in the precepts of God That is found in the Bible The Holy Bible And so you can't tell me That this is a woman of God And and her her shorts or her skirt Or whatever she got on Is all the way up to her thighs I don't care where she at if she in public, she should never look like that as a holy woman of God. She's still walking in Egypt ways. She's still walking in worldly ways. But yet, that's what you attract. Okay. You gonna marry, you a hypocrite. <laughs> but anyway, it's like Samson, this woman, the the first woman that it talks about for Samson, like that he married, she was a Philistine woman and he caught her eye. And, and she caught his eye. Physical Physical No spiritual in with God No close relationship with God Where she obey His commandments Glory to God But he She caught his eye Now yes Some physical Now listen I, I am one to tell you If I am not physically attracted That I'm not, I will not marry a man That I am not physically attracted to Because listen we are not just going to be working in a church. Okay. That's not the only place we're going to be working in. So why would I marry somebody I'm not physically attracted to? So I'm trying to keep this PG or G. And so that won't make any sense. So I'm saying, I'm not saying you shouldn't be physically attracted to a person, but the men in the church sometimes is so carnal, so carnal and fleshly that, that is all what they seeking it's a a lot of flesh on a person and not never mind what the spiritual man looks like and i'm talking about godly spiritual and again where this woman is obeying god's word and so i'm telling y'all we need to be more concerned with the spiritual yes the natural too but also the spiritual so they got the wife for samson because he was like go get her for me and so hey they got him that's judges 14 all right so anyway something ended up happening at the uh at a party you know kind of party environment they was at celebration something happened uh samson tells a riddle uh but the people the philistines couldn't figure out the riddle okay So they got mad And they went to his wife Because she was a Philistine And was like Hey like Get your husband To tell us the riddle And so Samson Finally tells his wife The riddle And guess what she did Told the Philistines The answer to the riddle And then Samson decides To kill some men Because they find out The riddle And when Samson You know Do all of this Then eventually Um, where's the part? His wife was given in marriage to the man who had been Samson's best man in the wedding, y'all. This sounds like some 20th century, you know, new stuff. Um, but anyway, Samson's wife was given in marriage to the man who had been Samson's best man at the wedding. This is Judges 14 as well. So, when you men. If you hear me or looking at me, when you decide, when you decide that you want to marry a woman of the world, know what you get yourself into when you get cheated on know what you didn't got yourself into because that that is what you wanted you only looked at the flesh you only looked at her behind twerking and backing it up that's an old term i know but you know i'm old you only was looking at that but you wasn't looking at the heart you wasn't looking at her spiritual life see these pagan philistines worship other gods you don't even know if this woman is worshiping herself Perhaps she might be worshiping the devil. You don't know what she was and you don't care because you only care about that behind twerking and all that is going on. But OK, we're going to see. Time going to tell. Because see, when you go out and you marry a worldly woman that's not submitted to God she don't care she only care about herself and I'm not talking about all women but some of these worldly women they don't care about nobody but they self and it's like hey if you are not pleasing her in a bedroom or wherever she be like oh no mm I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna get this one I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do this okay See, see, this is what you got yourself into because you didn't want to wait on the Lord. You just wanted to go after a bunch of flesh and about pleasing yourself that you wasn't caring about what God think or what God said or even a wise counsel that was coming from spiritual leadership. You just was looking at the physical. Maybe the money, maybe the career, whatever. That's all you was looking at, though. Not her spiritual. This woman that got married to his best man. It's really not funny when you think about it. It's heartbreaking. But I'm telling y'all. But then you wonder why you getting cheated on. Why are you getting treated these ways. Why your relationship's not working. Um, You are walking out the will of God. You're not seeking God for a spouse. You see, you're seeking your flesh for a good time. And a quick moment. And so, God was not pleased with this. God was not pleased with Samson doing this. And because he keep messing up. Okay, let's go. So, now, okay, he married. He had married her, but now his wife is given to somebody else. Yeah, his best man. All right. So, this happened. And then, Samson, okay, what else did Samson do? He slept with a prostitute that was a Philistine. I tell you. He always was loving these, these foreign Philistine women. Okay? And then... Okay? Of course, y'all know he laid in the lap of Delilah. Laid in the lap. Let me make sure... I didn't copy that part, but... I tell you. He was with Delilah. Y'all know she was a Philistine woman. That's the one that he's most famous for is Delilah. Uh, Yeah. And so... He told her where his strength lied, and that's, you know, in his long hair. So uh, when he told her his secret, she cut off his hair, had the uh, philistines to capture him. And then so they, you know, took out his eyes and, you know, made a public spectacle of him. And then I guess like he didn't want to just live like that. So he asked God to give him strength back or what would it say? Uh, What did it say? Yes. Oh, God, please strengthen me. Just one more. Please just strengthen me. Yeah. Please strengthen me just one more time. And he asked God to do that. And then say, said, let me die with the Philistines. So, he God strengthened him one more time. Um, he pushed the pillars. That was wherever he was at. And it said, in this part, he killed more people when he died than he had during his entire lifetime. So, Samson died. He died to die. I mean, he died to death. But, um... He was remembered for killing the most Philistines that he had in his lifetime. So, yep, yeah, God gave him his strength back. God's presence was with him again. But he died to death. And so when she when Delilah had cut off of that, he did lose his strength. And so it's like, young men, like, why? Why are you sleeping with these women? Like, why are you doing this to yourself? So it's like you're every time you're sleeping with women, young women. Older women, I forgot what they call the older women when they, oh, cougars, okay, whatever. Every time you're sleeping with young women, older women, the cougars, hey, just know you're losing your strength. God's presence is not with you because that's why when he woke up, they was able to capture him because she had cut off his hair and he lost his strength. That means he lost the presence of God was no longer on his life at this point. And so don't think that you're going to be sleeping around with women, dating women of the world and think that you're going to keep your strength. No, God is not with you any longer. You might be operating in a gift, but the anointing, the power of the Holy Ghost, the spirit of God have left you because you're walking in error. You're not walking in the spirit. And so that's the same thing with us women. We cannot be out here dating men of the world. You know this man is not safe, or you know that he just go to the church building. But if you know he is sexting you, if he's saying different things to you, if he's tempting to you to do things that is not like God, you know this man ain't safe. Why are you? Why? Why? Why are you dating him? And why would you want to marry him? So you have to be careful of the conversations that you're engaging in. No, because I cut it off. No, do not DM me. Do not instant mess me. Don't do, no. I'm not interested in a man that is not saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, and walking in holiness. I'm not one of those women that just come to church but don't really love God. No, I love God for real, in which I obey the Word of God because I know God loves me. He wants the best for me, and so I live my life according to kingdom principles, according to the Word of God. So don't come for me. Ooh these men i tell you but i'm just saying y'all that you, you we we don't need to be disobedient because see, disobedient led him oh it was extreme he kept messing with these foreign women he kept messing with pagan women philistine women until it led to his death So it's extreme when you disobey God, when you disobey godly counsel, always extreme. It can lead to you dying. So we need to take this serious. Oh, right. That was Judges 14. You can also read Judges 16 um, about the story of Samson. Solomon. See, this is what I'm telling you. Men of great strength. Men of great power. It hurts my heart every time I see this. Men of great strength. Men of great power. Losing their strength. Losing the power of God on their life. Because they want to screw around with women of the world. Why are you doing this to yourself? You can be anointed. Have the presence of God. In feeling of the Holy Ghost. And walking in your purpose. But yet. You want to screw around with women of the world. It don't make no sense. The devil... Is making a fool out of you. You're just wasting time. And then you wonder why. Why Why I'm not married. Why can't I get married. You're screwing around with women of the world. Okay. Because see they know that like godly women like me. Like we're not about to go for that. No. You're going to live up to the standard of Christ. Or we can't talk. That's how that's going to be. Because guess what. That godly woman is protecting herself. And protecting you. And, and the presence and anointing of God on your life. So why? Why? I don't understand. I'm going to keep going on. I do understand. I don't understand. Like, why? You let these women drain your strength. Women, why are you going to spend your time in the world with worldly men? Trust me. I understand. Because such was some of me. But then I, that's why I'm on this podcast. Because one day I woke up and I was like, wait a minute. Ain't no way. I'm not going to lose my life. Because I'm talking to a man that don't even treat me like a queen, but I'm about to lose my life. Got me messed up. So I'm telling you, the devil will plant a trap for you. You won't be able to fulfill your purpose or none of that when you choose to date a worldly man. And then when you marry the worldly man and you're saved, it can hinder you from doing all that you're supposed to be doing in your work for God. So I'm like, no way. Like it would, it, it really would annoy you or frustrate you. So don't do that to yourself. Be obedient to the word of God. Be obedient to spiritual leadership on tonight. And so Solomon, like I said, another one, it says Solomon, King Solomon, a king. Come on, Kings. If you listening to me, why are you selling for these worldly foreign women of the world? I mean, worldly foreign women. Now, King Solomon loved many foreign women. Now, King Solomon loved many foreign women. Besides Pharaoh's daughter, he married women from Moab, Ammon, Edom, Sidon, and from among the Hittites. So, the Lord had clearly instructed the people of Israel, you must not marry them because they will turn your hearts to God. So, Solomon already knew that he didn't supposed to marry them because they had turned his heart to other gods. But Solomon insisted on loving them anyway. It said he had 700 wives, of royal birth, and 300 concubines. Like, why why do you need 700 wives and 300 concubines? And men, this is the Old Testament. Women, this is the Old Testament. So if you're a man, talking about something, oh, oh, okay, you can be my second wife or my first wife, but you need to be comfortable with me having other women, Uh, I need you to ditch him right now. Because God did not intend for that to happen. Go to This is the Old Testament. The New Testament do not go for that. There is one bride of Christ. So one church. And that's how we are set up. As Christ has styled the church. So it's one bride of Christ. And then God is our husband. And that is again. That is how God has styled the natural marriage to be as well. In the New Testament. We're in the New Testament now. This is Old Testament I'm talking about right now. Now. So they turned his heart away from God. It say in Solomon's old age, they did turn his heart to worship other gods instead of being completely faithful to his to the Lord, his God, like his father David. Okay, so it say Solomon did what was evil in the in the Lord's sight. He refused to follow the Lord completely like David. So um, he built a pagan shrine. He built them for all his foreign wives to use for burning incense and sacrificing to their God. And he knew the one true God. He let these women turn his heart from the living God. And see, that's why I'm telling you, women, don't let a man turn your heart from the one true living God. That will have you doing some of everything. Because trust me, I know such was some of me. But I came back to tell you the story to don't even give them an opportunity to talk to you cut it off i'm not interested that's being nice that's being really nice because you don't want to leave nobody on i'm not interested okay we're gonna go on so it says so now oh it say he had warned hold on the lord was very angry with solomon see we be thinking that god don't get angry but he do the lord was very angry with solomon for his heart had turned away from the lord the god of israel who had appeared to him twice. So God warned him. He had warned Solomon specifically. About worshiping other gods. But Solomon did not listen to the Lord's command. See it is the extremity of disobedience. You keep ignoring the voice of the Lord. You keep not doing it. And so again. Such was some of me. When God told me. Hey lead this man. I. I. Uh, at the at the split moment i didn't and i don't say that to lift myself i said lord i'm so sorry even now because you could, you could let the devil kill me take me out but uh then i came to myself though and i was like wait a minute this man is demonically influenced i love god i i I want to love god because at that time i wasn't loving god because i wasn't keeping his commandment but i was like this ain't right. I gotta let this go. I got to turn. So I turn for my wicked ways. And I thank the Lord for it. And I'm here to tell you leave the men alone that don't want to live for God, that don't want to obey God's commands, that just want to come to church and he haul and dance and shout and speak tongues and all this, preach, teach, whatever they're doing. I don't care what they're doing. If they're not following the Bible. You need to leave that man alone. If they ain't saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. And you are saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. You need to leave that man alone. So we're going to go on. Uh. So it's like. So now the Lord said. Like since he didn't listen to the Lord's command. Since you have not kept. This is what the Lord said. Since you have not kept my covenant. And have disobeyed my degrees. I will surely tear the kingdom away from you. And give it to one of your servants. So we wonder why sometimes generations under us is affected. It's because of what parents did or a person did. This is why this have came upon your children. And that's why I'm like, now, Lord, I'm so sorry. And I know if I would have stayed in that relationship, again, y'all probably wouldn't be seeing me or hearing me because I probably would be dead. My children might would be dead. Or they would be doing things they have no business because I decided to walk in disobedience. So I was like, no, I don't want my children to be affected by my disobedience to God. So I was like, no, you got to get it straight because you have offspring under you. You have children under you and they are watching you. So my children was very, very young when I left, when I left their father. he They was very, very, very young because I didn't want them growing up. Viewing a relationship that was not of God I did not want them to see that I did not want them to endure that so that's why I left him and so you have to know that hey when you disobey it can affect your choice. that's why it's extreme God don't play and I'm gonna go to New Testament so y'all can know God still gets angry in the new era when we disobey what he is telling us to do okay so anyway He said, God said, I will surely tear the kingdom away from you and give it to one of your servants. Things that your children should have got. Somebody else going to get because you disobeyed God. But for the sake of your father, like for the sake of your father, David, I will not do this while you are still alive. God will still have mercy. I will not do this while you are still alive. I will take the king away from your son. I still wouldn't want to hear that. I will take the king away from kingdom away from your son and even so i will not take away the entire kingdom i will let him be king of one tribe one for the sake of my servant david and for the sake of jerusalem my chosen city first corinthians 11 1 through 13 so he got punished but even in that god still had mercy because he was like well I'm gonna take it away. I'm not gonna take it away while you're still alive. I'm just gonna take it away from your son, and I still will hate to have to live through that knowing that. But he was like, hey, even through that, I'm gonna let him be king of one tribe. So at least, at least he was able to be king of one tribe. But it is consequences, and disobedience is extreme when we decide to disobey God. It will lead to some consequences. Trust me, in my lifetime, I've endured the consequences of me being disobedient to God. But he never, he didn't turn. So that's why God was like, okay, okay, you you're you not turning. So now this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to strip the kingdom away from you. Not while you still alive, but I'm taking it away from your son. And he's going to be king over one tribe. All of this, because he... Chose to disobey God Because he chose foreign women To love on foreign women When God told him not to So women, men, this is extreme If you're saved and sanctified with the Holy Ghost You don't need to be messing with Or talking to, being in a dating courtship Marriage with somebody That is not like you You are unequally yoked Because they're going one way And you going another way And listen, if you're not saved on tonight I'm not demonizing you I'm just saying you will be unequally yoked with someone that is not saved. It shouldn't go like that. They shouldn't even want to marry you as being not saved or something is wrong with them because y'all not on the same level. So it will cause friction. It will cause a lot of disagreements that shouldn't even be getting caused because you chose to marry or, or be with the wrong person. So we're going to go on Solomon messing with foreign women broke consequences on his life so yes the extremity of disobedience all right adam and eve we're going all the way back to the beginning now y'all most of us know about the story of adam and eve um eve at a god told god told adam not to eat off the tree of knowledge of good and evil he told him that but then here come that serpent talking to eve convinced her to eat off the fruit So she ate the fruit and then gave it to her husband and he ate the fruit. So you think God was just going to say, oh, okay, they just disobeyed me. No, it was a consequence for their action. And then because the devil's like, oh, if you eat this, you won't surely die. La la la. See, the devil is a lie. Because guess what? Because both of them, they ate off the tree god told adam so specifically because adam ate off this tree that he's supposed to eat off of that god told him not to sin came into the world now everybody die like like you're gonna die death came into the world because of this sin see the wages of sin is death so and let me tell y'all there are punishments Okay. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, because thou, because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle and above every beast of the field and upon thy belly shalt thou go and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. So he's sliding on his belly for the rest of his life, the serpent. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman and between thy seed and her seed, it shall bruise thy head and thou shall bruise his heel. Unto the woman, he said, listen, women, I will greatly multiply their sorrow and thy conception. Now, you see why we be having labor pains and all kind of different stuff going through labor, the nine months and delivery? Because Eve, and this was our punishment. That's what I'm telling y'all. There is a consequence to disobedience. It's not just Okay, I disobey God. No, it's serious. That's why I will be like, the Lord, please help me. He's helped me. Uh, I cannot. I cannot. So, in sorrow, thou shalt bring forth thy children. And thy desire shall be to thy husband. And he shall rule over thee. Now, our husband is the head because of what he did. Anyway, and unto Adam, he said, because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of your wife. And has eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee. Thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake. And sorrow shall thou eat of it all the days of thy life. So he need to work. Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee. And thou shalt eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of thy face. Thou shalt eat thy bread. Shalt thou eat bread. Till thou return unto the ground. For out of it was thou taken, for dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. Therefore, the Lord God sent them from the, forth from the garden of Eden to till the ground from whence he was taken. Sent him from, okay, sent him, him. Therefore, the Lord God sent him forth from the garden of Eden to till the ground from whence he was taken. That's in Genesis 3. So, Adam and Eve sinned. All right, Adam and Eve disobeyed God. Now, bang, bang, bang. Now, so Romans, we're going to Romans 5. For as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. Because of him, we all are born. Because of Adam, we all are born in sin. Okay? We all are born in sin. We all are born in sin because of what Adam and Eve done. So this is why, I again, I'd be like, we have to be Parents, you we as parents, we have to be careful because the sins that we done again can affect our children. And so that's why a lot of times, like, it brings tears to my eyes because of me committing fornication, having sex without being married. Now, most of my most of my children's life, they grew up without a father because of the decision that I chose to make. And so you, me, we all have to be careful of these decisions we making because it's going to impact us as well as our future, our children. So we need to be careful. It says by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. Again, Romans 5. Check that out. Now, we're going to go to Colossians 3 and 5 because some people might be like, that's Old Testament. We're, we're, we're in the time of grace. We're in the time of grace. So you think God don't still don't get mad? And, and the Bible still say the ways of sin is death. That's in the New Testament. Anyway, Colossians 3, 5 through 10. So I'm going to read the King James Version first. And then I'm going to read the other version so we can get a better understanding of some of these words. It says, Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth. Fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscences and covetous which is idolatry, adultery for which things sake the wrath of god for which things sake the wrath of god cometh on the children of disobedience so if you disobedient yes is extreme and yes god's wrath is coming for you and so that's why i'm like hey <laughs> lord i'm not scared of god but no, I don't still don't want his wrath to come upon me because I'm willfully being disobedient to God and spiritual leadership. Like I'm not about to do that. OK, so it says for which things sake, the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience and which you also walk Sometimes, Like sometime I did walk in these things. OK, so that's Colossians five. I'm going to the ERV version. So put so mortify means to kill. This version says it's too simple. But mortify means to kill. It, it means to kill. But the ERV version says, So put everything evil out of your life. Sexual sin. That includes having sex when you are not married. Even includes oral sex, anal sex, any kind of sex. Homosexual sex, bisexual sex, whatever kind of sex. Okay. So put everything evil out of your life, sexual sin, doing anything immoral, letting sinful thoughts control you. See, God, God cares even about the thoughts that's controlling us, letting sinful thoughts control you and wanting things that are wrong. And don't keep wanting more and more for yourself like the heap on yourself, which is the same as worshiping a false God. And it can, because a false God can be money. It can be your career. It can be your house. It can be your car. It can be yourself, because you want more and more, okay? God will show his anger. He will show his anger for the people like, oh, no, 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 no. This ain't happening to me because of God. Mm. Sometimes it is God. God will show his anger. So, disobedience is a big deal. We're going to go on. God will show his anger against those who don't obey him. And the ultimate thing is spiritual death where you're going to be in a lake of fire for eternity. But we're going to go on. God will show his anger against those who don't obey him because they do these evil things. Why is God showing his anger? Because they are doing evil. Evil things you call yourself a child of God, but you still sleeping around you still 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 Being immoral You still heaping more and more stuff. Is it wrong to have things? No But when you heap more and more stuff upon yourself and you're not seeking God That is when God gets angry you putting other people You talk about other people more than you talk about God. Like it gets on my like people talking about other people, whether it's a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a wife, a husband. You talk about this person more than you talk about the Lord. It's a false god. You talk about sports more than you talk about God. You talk about video games more than you talk about God. You talk about your job. You talk about your career more than you talk about God. That's a disgrace. So anyway, God will show his anger towards his saints that's calling themselves saints, but walking in these evil things. God will show his anger against those who don't obey him because they do these evil things. You also did these things in the past when you live like them. So I ain't put myself up on a pedestal. I used to do bad things. But thank God that I came to myself and I'm praying that you come to yourself on the night and say you know what lord i love you i love you i want to worship you in spirit and truth i let this mess go if i i know if i seek you you will add these things onto me no that don't mean i'm sitting here just praying and not working no i'm being led of the spirit though i'm making sure that these things are in god's will for me to have i'm making sure and this is why i'm still single because I'm not about to just marry a man for the fact that he say he's saved. Even if he is, our purposes don't even align. <laughs> no. So we're going to go on. But it's just like I have to be obedient to God and who he wants me to marry. Not 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 a fleshly marriage, but it's going to be a spiritual marriage. It's going to be a kingdom marriage that's going to bring glory to God. That is my concern. Like, And I'm like, okay. Lord, help me to stay in a ready position. Don't let me settle for what's just available. Help me to stay in a ready position because I know my kingdom spouse. He's coming very soon. I don't care where God God is bringing him from. And it can be like I'm I'm saying like his past. But what God or who God has for me is for me. So that's why I'm going to obey God. Like, no, I know, I know he don't want me out here fornicating and we should know that stop saying you're saved if you out here having sex continually but i'm gonna go on it's more than just sex it, it's the clubbing it's the party party it's the walking in worldly ways like it's just don't make no sense it's the it's the it's the hating it's the this oh my god it's the discord it's the backbiting it's the hypocrisy god is angry And he's coming for you. So I'll be like, you know what? You don't have to come for people. God is coming for them. And I don't want anybody to get hurt. But we all need to wake up and realize that we are walking in our flesh. Not we, sorry. That the person is walking in their flesh when they don't submit themselves to God. And walk in obedience to his word. Not being a people pleaser, but a God pleaser. Woo, the glory, I'm going to go on. He gets angry. Cause you you ashamed of him and his word when well, you being a people pleaser. Ugh. I'm like, Lord, now I mean I see why I don't how he had no friend. Cause in no way I can't be with people. Like I'm like, oh, we on a battlefield and you backing away because you scared how they you scared how they talking to you. You scared how they looking at you. You can't even stand up for God for real on stuff that matter. Cause you are scared of the people facing. And you scared of these demons. I ain't scared. So you got to stand up in the face of evil. And God gets mad when we are ashamed of him and his word. But I, it don't make no sense. Well, I, I'm going to go on. Because I'm trying to make this less than an hour. So it say, we sometimes was like this. Um, it say, you did these things in the past when you lived like them. But now it's saying, put these off. Let me read it. Let me read it. Because people don't take this serious. They, all the big sins about sex and drugs and all that. Oh, it's some other inner sins that needs to be dealt with. Put these things out of your life. Anger, losing your temper, doing or saying things to hurt others, and sh- saying shameful things. Don't lie to each other. You have taken off these old clothes. The person you once were and the bad things you did then. God, you supposed to have took that off. That's why God gets angry. Because if you're saying you are in Christ and you still doing evil things continually. God is getting angry. Now, you are wearing a new life. We have a new life. Like, I'm not the same Takiyah I was one year ago. I'm not the same Takiyah I was 10, 20 years ago. I thank God for changing me. I thank God for taking off all these things and walking in holiness, and you can do it too. It said, now you are wearing a new life. A life that is new every day. Like every day, you're supposed to be renewing your mind, renewing your mind through the word and conforming to his image. The very moment you stop renewing your mind through the scriptures, through holiness preaching, through prayer. Through surrounding yourself with people that are strong in the Lord, that want to be like Christ or even growing in Christ. They want to be like Christ. They desire the things of Christ. They represent Christ. You have to put yourself around this. That's helping you renew your mind in holiness. Surround yourself with holiness. I, I look at YouTube videos of holiness preachers. I listen to gospel music when you renew your mind through the word, renew your mind through prayer, renew your mind through spiritual songs, renew your mind through spiritual counsel, renew your mind through holiness preaching. Okay, you got to do this every day. You are growing in your understanding of the one who made you, which is God. You are becoming more and more like him. So as you renew your mind, you begin to take these things off and keep them off. You can't, you, you, if you're not constantly renew your mind daily, that's the moment that the devil will plant a thought and you will act on it. Okay? So we have to renew our mind daily. Don't make a provision for your flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Because I'm telling you. I'm telling you. The devil ain't playing and he will set a trap for you. So you got to keep your head in the book. Not in a lady's lap. Men, not women. Women, not in no man's lap. Mm-mm. Keep your head in the word of God. I'm telling you, it's powerful. You need to get, Let them call you what they want, what they will. But you need to keep your head in God's word and keep your face in his face. God's face. So you can be built up on your most holy faith and not walking in disobedience because as we've seen disobedience is extreme it will lead it can and will lead to your natural death and spiritual death so i encourage you on tonight do not do not let the devil have a victory over you because if you obey god will bless you it sometimes is a challenge it is but you got to walk in the spirit and not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So I, I'm going to bring this to a close and read the rest of Romans 5. For as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. that So by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. That was Jesus Christ. Moreover, the law ended that the offense might abound. But where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. That as sin have reigned unto death, even so my grace reign through the righteousness of, unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5, 19, 21. So God obeyed. He died for our sins. So if you was walking, that's why I want to say like we used to live in the wicked ways, pleasing ourselves. So you can come out or walk away from disobedience and begin to obey God, and grace will abound, yes, you have many sins, but grace much more abound, and will cover those sins, if you begin to walk in obedience, if you begin to surrender to God, Lord, forgive me, Lord, cleanse me from all my unrighteousness, Lord, I want to be saved. Lord, I want to live like you. Do not let that nasty devil fool you that you can't live saved. Because even, listen, if God fill you with the Holy Ghost and, well, you have a mishap because you just got the Holy Ghost. Guess what? You got the advocate with the Father. And you can say, you know what, Lord, like, please forgive me. Like, I didn't mean to do this, Lord. Please forgive me. And God will. And see, there's no condemnation to those that are walking in the spirit. You now got the Holy Ghost. And and you ask God for forgiveness. And and he will make a way. And you ask him to make a way that you don't do it again. So if that certain situation come up again, you like, oh, no, I see it. I'm going to be a victor over this. God has given me more power to overcome this thing. So you can walk in holiness. You can walk in the spirit so you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So just know this, excuse me. The more time you spend with God, the more powerful you become in him. The more powerful you are against Satan and the trickery of him. So you be encouraged on today. Walk out of disobedience and walk into obedience. Give your life to God on tonight. He will save you. He will cleanse you from all unrighteousness. The plan of salvation is to repent. Be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Acts 2.38 You will know you have received the Holy Ghost when you begin to speak in another language. You won't even know what you're speaking. The Spirit will give you utterance. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So walk into obedience. Walk into life. The gift of God is eternal life. He want to save you on tonight. He want to fill you with his spirit, glory to God. Don't let Satan drag you to hell with him for eternity cuz that's what is going to lead to every time you sin. You are sinning against God. You are disobeying God. And the more you sin, the more enjoyable it becomes, the more comfortable you get. So I'm in this because I'm getting to my 60 minutes. So be encouraged. Walk in the spirit. If you have not received salvation, it's time to receive salvation and know that God will forgive you and cleanse you. From all unrighteousness again. Well, y'all have a blessed night. Hit me up if you need prayer, encouragement, advice. Hit me up on Messenger. Have a blessed night again. This Holy Lady T checking out. Peace out.